Um, you don't have to answer this, but I have a question I want to ask. I want to ask you all. And the question is this: Do you do you pray? And more importantly, maybe is you know how how do you pray, or how or how often do you pray? And you can ask ask me the same thing, you know, preacher boy. How how do you, how much do you pray too? <laughs> and it, it's it's something that we all we all really need to ask ourselves, and and each and every day really ask ourselves: Are we doing enough to really grow in our relationship with God? It's so easy, as you, I know you know, so easy to be to to go into prayer, um, to 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 say it mindlessly, mechanically, or or to save, you know, not to pray at all and just think you're doing enough by coming to mass once a week. And um, it's it's so easy to do that, and and yet in my life, the the one of the best advice, best pieces of of advice that that a teacher had gave me when I was when I was a young man was. You know, every, every day, enter into a personal, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, and every day, enter into a, a conversation, uh, just, just a conversation with God, and, and, and do that religiously every day. For us, um, you know, St. Saint, Saint Paul, Saint Paul says, pray unceasingly. Saint, this is St. Paul. And and by the way, Saint Paul, um, if if any of us men have any doubt that praying is for men too, and not just for for the holy women, but pr- for men, um, look to Saint Paul. He, I mean, this guy, he he went through so much in his life. He is a real example of a, a, a true man, and yet he had a deep personal relationship with Jesus. Anyway, St. Paul says, pray unceasingly. Never stop praying through your whole life, through the whole day. Be praying. Be not so much, um, you know, in church, kneeling down, praying, but pray. Give your whole life, each moment of your day, as a prayer to God. But especially also, enter in and, you know, take some time out of your day. Take some time for that real personal conversation with God. And now, of course, Mass is a huge part of that. Mass, I'll speak a little more about it briefly but, um, later, but, but mass, mass, of course, is, a, is, a, is the perfect prayer. But um, if you really want to know how to pray, though, I think our gospel really, uh, really shows us. There is a great example. Bartimaeus, he's a blind man. He's on the side of the road. Uh, he's probably half crippled, completely blind. So he... he um, Begging, he's begging for the little that he probably gets, and he's in he's in a miserable situation, and and it's Bartimaeus that really shows us what I want to talk about the uh, the fervor in prayer and also perseverance. But first off, fervor, fervor in prayer. Bartimaeus, he was there on the side of the road crying out. He he heard Jesus was coming. He cried out, "Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me!" He's crying out. And then the couple, couple people there, the crowd there, they, they see this old man, you know, making a bunch of noise, and they tell him, you know, just, Jesus, just shove it. Jesus doesn't want to listen to you. And so, but it doesn't stop him. All the louder he cries out, Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me. For us, I think that is a, a really good example of the fervor that we need to take with us into prayer, a, a zeal or, or a passion that we, 
when we enter our, our prayer, we are crying out interior often, interiorly often, but we're crying out to Jesus, Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me. It's, it's, a, it's a, I think, a good image to meditate on, to see this image of this helpless, deplorable man. He's blind in a miserable state. He's begging for the help of Jesus. And very much in our own spiritual lives, that's where we're at. We, we need Jesus, our Savior, and we are here. We, when we enter into prayer, we are begging for his help with, with a, a real a passion, uh, a desire to get to know him and to ask for his help. Sorry if you heard this already, but there's a, a story of a young man. He, he had tried to pray. He was trying to learn how to pray, was, but he just, he just couldn't. He, he, he was having a hard time really getting much meaning out of prayer. And so finally, he, he heard of this, this holy hermit out in, the, out in the woods, and he said, okay, well, if I go to him and ask him, maybe he can teach me how to pray. So he goes out, he finally finds him, uh, way out there in, in the boonies, and he he goes into, he finds his little hut, and he asks, he finds the old man, and he says, um, sir, could you teach me how to pray? I, I just, just don't seem to be able to do it. So the old man didn't say anything, but motioned to him to follow him, and he took him out, uh, out, out into the woods over a mountain and down into a little mountain stream, and he, he just said, the first words that the, the hermit said to the young man was, take a drink. So the young man, okay, I, I'm not thirsty, but I'll take a drink. So he goes down, get, uh, gets a drink. And then the next thing he knows, the, old, the hermit shoves his head under the water and keeps it there and holds it. And the guy at first doesn't know what's going on, but, he, but you know, as time goes on, he, he, he's needing breath, and he's really needing breath, and pretty soon he becomes desperate, and he starts to really struggle, but the old man, the old man just holds it down. Finally, last second, right before he's, he's um, going to just take a gulp of water, the, the hermit lets his head up and he takes a, and the young man takes a gasp of air. And after he, after he catches his breath, he's asked, what was that all about? You know, what did you just do to me? You almost killed me. And, and the old man said, said this. He said, if, if you want to learn how to pray, you need to desire God you need to desire prayer as, it, as you desire that, that gasp of air when you are starving for air. That, that That is the fervor with which we need to enter into our prayer. And I would guess, I mean, speak for myself, most of us probably aren't there yet, but, but, it, but it really, really shows us how, I mean, we would all say we need God, and, and as, and, but we, sometimes we don't, you know, we don't have that physical urge for God because it's, it's not so much a physical thing, but, but our physical urges for, for air, for the things that we need, you know, food, air, that, that it teaches us how much we really need God. We need God more than we need air, more than we need food or water. We need, we need, we need God. And so that, that is the fervor with which we need to always remind ourselves that that's, that's how we need to approach God. We need to approach Him like we're gasping for Him, um, like we're gasping for air, for the air of God's Spirit. Uh, the second thing, so that's the fervor of prayer or the zeal or the passion of prayer, but, but the second thing is also just perseverance. In the story of Bartimaeus, the blind man, you know, he's there, he's crying out. 
he says a prayer. He says, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And then the, the crowd tells him, you know, Jesus doesn't want to listen to you. Shut up. Um, you know, sit back down and be quiet. Jesus had more important things to do. But that doesn't stop him. He, he continues. He's rebuked by this crowd, but he continues crying out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. He continues in his prayer. For us, there are many examples, or there are many voices, many people, interior voices telling us uh, to stop praying. Maybe it's we're too busy, or maybe it's prayer doesn't work. I know for me, if I, if I need something and I'm asking God for something, if I don't get it you know, right away, I feel like, well, you know, I, I give up. <laughs> and, and that is not at all. We need to continue. We need to be persevering, persevering in prayer. It's easy to tell ourselves, yeah, prayer is not working or um, praying is only for monks or, or priests. But we all, we all just need to throw those, those voices out and, and continue begging for the mercy and for, the, for God's help. So, so there, there's that perseverance and fervor. Bartimaeus is a, a fantastic example for us, crying out to God for his mercy and, and doing it constantly, never giving up, no matter how hard it might become. And we know we all need God's mercy. We're, we're in a very similar way as, as Bartimaeus. We're spiritually, we are sinners, and we need God's help. God, we need a Savior, and we're asking him for his mercy. And Jesus is there, he's, he's here, he's, he's asking, he's, he's waiting for us to only ask him. And to ask him like we mean it, uh, with, with a passion and to, just to not give up. We're asking for his help and he, he wants to help us and, he's, and he's, he's here waiting for us. The last thing, um, just to tie it into the Mass a little bit, the, the Mass, the, like I said at the beginning, is the perfect prayer. It's... it's it's the place where we really do encounter in a very real way. We encounter Jesus uh, here, and he's here to help. At the beginning, though, I'd, just to, I'd like to tie uh, the gospel in with, with a thing we say at the Mass, a prayer we say in the Mass. At the beginning of the Mass, we all, we all sang together, Kyrie, eleison, Lord have mercy. That's, that's, the, that's Greek. And in the gospel, which was originally written in Greek, the, the word that Bartimaeus used was eleison, have mercy. And so what we do at every Mass, every time we go to Mass at the beginning, we say, we're, saying, we're echoing the, the same words as Bartimaeus, Lord, have mercy. And we're here, we're humbling ourselves, but we're, we're persistent. We're just like Bartimaeus, we're we're enter- we we want to say that with great passion. We're saying, "Lord, Son of David, have pity on me, have mercy on me," and and we're, we'll, we'll, we keep at it. So so the mass is just may, maybe one more example of, of how how the mass is truly a, a real prayer, and we need to enter into it, asking for God's mercy and begging con- constantly for for His help and His salvation. And Jesus is here waiting for us, and he's here to help us when we receive him in communion. Um, we're asking, we're, at the beginning, we ask for his mercy, and, and he's here waiting for us. And when he comes to us in communion, he's, he's always, always wanting is for us to ask him for his help and, and trusting always that he is here to help us.